0: Well, hello, and welcome to the Movie Man Podcast. No, man, no, uh, we're,
1: we're we're past fifty now. We can't. Oh, we got We, we got to leave those those uh, tame, <laughs> docile introductions to the wayside. We got to we got to we got to bring something. Kay. We got to really Kay. you know lean into
0: this. Try Good. try try again. Hello, and welcome to the Movie Man Podcast. Yeah. Is that, yeah, is that I mean, getting you a little... I, give, well, see, give, throw know. something on size for me. Give, throw, throw it my way. Let me let me hear I, you.
1: I, I just... I wonder if it's more the wording. Oh. Like, I wonder, I wonder if instead of hello,
0: welcome to mm. the, the...
1: Like, you know, I wonder if it's like, you know, <laughs> well, step right up and... and no, I don't know. Listen here,
0: ma'am. You step right up to yep. the Movie Man podcast. We'll guess your weight and we'll give you your pound, your weight in gold.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll just say that every time. That yeah. works. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. Mm-hmm. And uh, how are you doing?
0: I, I'm are you good. Yeah, I'm good.
1: Okay. It, good. It,
0: it's it's actually kind of weird. We were talking about this. Like, this is the. It's been a, a long time since we've had a regular Sunday night episode that wasn't like a pre-recorded. You know. We've we've had a lot of bonus shows, a lot of pre-recorded shows, but we're going to get back into the normal swing of things where we release this Sunday night and talk about what we watched and give some normacy back to maybe some people, maybe one percent normacy.
1: Yeah, possibly. possibly. Yeah, I mean things were, th- things were, things were recorded in kind of a funny, mm-hmm. funny order.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, this is just a. Disclaimer. We need sure. to do a disclaimer. Okay. Pete and I Kay. uh live very far apart from each other. Mm, right. Uh and so we record remotely. Yeah.
0: We're not in the same room. We're no. not. No.
1: We're not even you know, <laughs> we're not even in the same uh
0: township. Mm. But and where we're going with this is we're practicing social distancing. We're practicing yeah. social distancing. Please do the same yourself. Yeah, you do it also. Yes. Don't be dumb. Don't be <laughs> Please. Don't be dumb.
1: Uh so Ridley Scott is a, is a man? He is. I've never met him.
0: I've met him once. It was at a picnic. Okay. Um yeah. he brought potato like a, potatoes. Family, like a no, church picnic. No, or? it was more like a work thing. And uh, um, okay. he like brought a father po- son. No, not even remotely. But he, okay, I'm gonna stop guessing. He brought a potato, like a potato salad, and it was obviously ah. something that was like in his fridge for a few days that he was on his way to the picnic and was like, "Oh crap, what do I bring?" And it was probably a few days past its best before date, but um, he seemed like a nice enough guy.
1: Yeah, I don't like potato salad.
0: Neither do I. So it was not cool all around. Like I
1: don't. I'm not a, okay. And. Uh, People are going to hate me for this. Okay. I'm not a big mayonnaise guy. Mm. Like, mayonnaise, I think that's, you know, I'm like, uh. You know. And then sometimes potato salads have onions in them. And no. typically, the like, the only way that I can stomach onions, there's, sure. there's, there's th- three ways. Okay. There's, like, the crispy onions, the fried onions. Ooh.
0: Like, on maybe a burger or a hot dog or some such.
1: Yeah, burger, hot dog. Yep. Sometimes on the top of salads and Ooh, stuff like yeah. that. But sure. yeah. But. Uh, so there's that. Okay. There's battered and deep fried in a, a ring styled right. formation. An onion ring, some might say. Yeah. And then there's like sauteed to the point that they <laughs> don't even resemble onions anymore. Right. Just, uh, but, but, yeah. I, but, but I find typically like if there's an onion in potato salad, it's just a raw onion. Ugh, yeah. Which has no purpose. Like, no. Why? No.
0: Yeah, Raw onions have never done anyone any good No And I find like you know with different types of food There's variations of you know I've made something and it's created a little bit different And I enjoy it and it brings something new to the table I find with potato salad Like the variations of it It's either really bad or just tolerable Like the ceiling is there Like it's you can't go past tolerable Like any variation is just worse or just Yeah
1: Oh I don't know I never take it
0: yeah, I've tried it. There I, I wouldn't say recently, but there's been a period in my life where I was maybe a little more foolish. Right. Yeah. Uh so Ridley Scott Yeah. He uh is, is still a man. He's still a man. He's made a lot of movies. He um, has. He was our most recent vote for movies he's directed. He
1: was. And everyone jumped all over Gladiator.
0: Oh like, in yeah. A good way. Not like
1: not like, you know. <laughs> yeah. It, not um, like not like the friend of yours that you know you jump all over him because <laughs> he's smoking in the daycare a lot. No, it's like right.
0: I, you know, huh? people, people seemed excited about Gladiator. Yeah, um, it seems that Ridley Scott has kind of, kind of has an MO like he makes a lot of movies that are similar to Gladiator, like just historical fighting battle thousand years ago kind of movies, but. Uh, Gladiator definitely got a lot of voter response and definitely the bonus votes really kicked it over the edge big time. Yeah.
1: I, I agree. I, I've, I have always said, mm-hmm. uh, two things in life.
0: <laughs> I feel like, always. I feel like this is going to be like the biggest B at, Like it's like, I don't think it's continue. I, I actually want to hear what this is. <laughs> I have always said
1: Kay. that Ridley Scott is a man with an ammo. <laughs> or, or or a mo, the mo always, as know, they the say. man with the man the man with the mo yeah that's true uh, and and then i also always say <laughs> uh peanut butter before jam so that there's not jam residue in the peanut butter jar mm. All Right. peanut butter sticks peanut butter is less likely to come off of the uh off of the the knife Into the jam jar, and then and then I mean, ultimately, it's also kind of like a little, (laughs) a little
0: surprise landmine for someone Mm. who's allergic to peanuts and thinks that they're just having some Some jam. jam. That's true. That actually, there's like some fun to that statement, but it's also kind of true. So, yeah, true. Those are two. If there's two things you haven't done in your life that you take away from this podcast, I'd say it's those two mottos that Brady lives by. Oh, I thought you were gonna
1: say like feed peanuts to someone who has an allergy to them and i'm like no No,
0: that's not
1: on the list of that's (laughs) like that's down like 11th or 12th on the (laughs) things to do in isolation um so gladiator Mm -hmm. we are we're going to talk about this movie as if you were sitting in the theater beside us yep um or on the couch Mm -hmm. or in the hammock yep um Wherever wherever mm-hmm. you partook of this film. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I've got one thing to say going in. Sure. Yeah. This is Kay. one of, if not the oh. most. I don't know for sure. Yeah. It's one of yep. my mom's favorite films. Yes. I
0: that's actually uh, true. And she,
1: Yeah, and she's been nagging me. <laughs> not 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 no, in like no, no, a, no. you
0: know, clean your room, no. find a girl. Yeah. Do something with your life
1: like change your hubcaps kind of way but yeah. she's like um but yeah she's <laughs> been have you watched it yet have right. you watched it right and my answer's been no yep. i That's cool. uh, i just haven't gotten around to it nope um and so she, she was very excited once she knew that this is what mm. won the vote she yep. was very excited for it cool uh and yeah like as soon as she knew the plan was that I was going to watch it and, mm. and you know, the yep. wheels were turning. Yep. I would definitely say the nagging factor got turned up a little bit. Oh. She was like, Have you watched it yet? Have oh. you what did you think?
0: Sure. Um have and you, uh, have, have you did you tell her or is this podcast no. how oh, she'll no. find yeah, out? Yeah, no, I, I
1: I took the I took the high road of the asshole. I was like, <laughs> no, she was like she was like, so would you think? And I was yeah. like, Well, no, you'll find out, won't you? Oh, you Episode are such... Episode comes out on... Oh, oh, yeah. 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 No, March March 29th. That's that's your day of yeah.
0: enlightenment. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's I, awesome. Uh, oh, I didn't tell her. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely thought of her when I watched this movie because I know you've mentioned it a few times that it's on her top, top yes. of uh, her favorite films. Um, yeah.
1: Which which is bizarre because mm-hmm. like even she acknowledges... It's not her type of film. Right. Like right. like it's it it's it's not, you know, if you were to if you were to take all of her favorite movies and and kind of build a mm-hmm. a criteria based off right. of them. Right. Um Gladiator doesn't check off a
0: lot of those boxes. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. it's
0: it's curious. Yeah. It has some interesting and very valid achievements as a film which i'm on, like i'm assuming that's probably why she likes it but uh, for all these months that we've talked about gladiator i was also raising an eyebrow i'm like really your mom likes this movie just let's just make assumptions about our own mothers all right how about- <laughs> no i don't mean judgmental i was just how about that i was just not at all not huh? even no your mom's a lovely huh? woman she's awesome well you're assuming that i've met her
1: there you go again. Yeah. Wow. Well, I've met people. <laughs> yeah. I've met people who I'm like, oh, you seem really nice, and then <laughs> you know.
0: Okay. Let's let's get into the trivia before we we get ourselves into trouble. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped about pumped about this trivia. I hope you have well, your socks on all the way to your kneecaps. My socks are on. Okay. So there's I think five questions I'm going to ask you. The first, you think, yes, depends. Okay. Depends. Like if you like if you just blow me away, then I'm gonna pull some out of the back closet and be like, I, "Well, I take this, take that." I don't expect to do well. Okay, on this. Okay, just so you know. Okay. Uh, his number one historically with the real Commodus, True. so the character played by Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Historically, how much of a gap was there between the death of his father, Emperor Marcus Aurelius? before Commodus actually received his power as emperor and I'm I'm not going to give you options I just want like a guess and I'll like okay uh whether you think it was like the same day a week a month 10 years like just give me a vague S- guesstimate okay so I don't I don't know a lot about this film
1: sure other than yeah. watching it oh for sure um but I am a smart bloke. You are, and so I will say. And I wish, man, I wish I could see your face right now. Like oh no. I'm, I'd I'd love to just like look into your eyes. Oh no! Um, do you know I, the answer? But I, I do appreciate that you're beginning with a trick question. Okay. Um.
0: Oh which shoot! Which
1: seems seems a little unfair. Uh, it is. But, I, but but I do appreciate it. Okay. Um, there was actually an overlap. They they ruled together for five years, six years. Very close. Four years. It was
0: three three years three okay but yeah there, there was an overlap yeah so yeah uh they were actually co-emperors for a while till his father's death so ah uh, well co-emperors. done well done i am Thank actually you. i'm not even like upset i'm actually happy all right did you okay so here's my question though. yeah yeah
1: i know that answer because i know that answer okay
0: did you know that answer prior to looking up information for trivia yeah. oh no no. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, I I've seen this movie. So unlike you, I had seen this movie, um, but I don't think I had really seen it in full for maybe ten to fifteen years. So, oh wow. Yeah, watching this movie was interesting. Watching it through a new lens of just being a bit older, maybe appreciating some elements that I didn't appreciate before. Um, so yeah, the answer is no. I I didn't know that going into it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair. Um. So the second question. And I hope you don't know this either, but we'll find out. Um, So in reality, how did Emperor Marcus Aurelius die? And I'm going to give you four options. Okay. The first is the plague. The second was that he was poisoned, and it was believed to be that he was poisoned by Commodus. The third, a venereal disease. And the fourth, alcoholism.
1: Oh, man. Um...
0: Hmm. Uh, run through them again real quick. Yep. So there's the plague. The plague, he was poisoned, believed by his son, a venereal disease, and alcoholism.
1: The plague. I mean, they do talk about... Like, the plague is... I'm going to go with venereal disease. <laughs> well, no, okay, so here, here are my thoughts. Sure, sure, sure. Alcoholism alcoholism would be my second guess sure i'm yep. ruling out the plague okay um because it's already a theme in the movie and i think that's oh okay maybe where you got that answer sure. from. sure i see the um, logic yeah and i'm gonna rule out the poisoning thing because it seems too close mm. to what the film already like right it, it, your addition your addition of it it having been believed to be commodus is uh, okay
0: is maybe just too close to what the film, yep. you know? Yep. I. You always have logical deductions, so that's that's impressive. You are they, incorrect. They don't.
1: They don't always serve
0: me well. No, but it's at least better than just saying a uh, C or D or whatever. Right. Uh, so it was actually the plague. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So there was maybe there was uh, a bit of touch of reality in that story element. Um, Interesting. Yeah. This one is more about the film technicality of how they filmed the scene. This question. Uh, So, in the fight scene in the Colosseum with the tigers, how many live tigers were used for the scene? So, I'll give you three options zero, one, or five. Man.
1: Two of those. Two of those were my guess before you said it. I mean, f- five Five was never my guess. Okay. <laughs> let's just, let's acknowledge right now five is bullshit. <laughs> um,
0: okay, fine.
1: <laughs> I mean, one would be impressed, like one, one feels like a very
0: filmmaking thing to do. Well, and we had this question with Top Gun when I said how many rockets were fired during the thing, because there are multiple in the movie. But it was that they shot one rocket and they used shot it, the film in reverse and reused the footage. Yeah.
1: Um, and zero... <laughs> zero. I I'm gonna go with the one because I mean zero's like it could have just been someone in a tiger suit. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, zero would su- zero would suggest CGI for sure. Um, yeah. but it like the movie came out in two thousand. Mm-hmm. which means mm-hmm. they were doing most of the CGI work if there was CGI. Well, I mean, there was. They extended yep. backgrounds and For stuff. Sure. Yep. But they were doing most of those effects in 1999, mm. um, which is when a lot of the Phantom Menace stuff was being done, and Phantom Menace looks really good. Yes. Um, but yep. if that tiger's fake... Right. If the tigers are fake, mm-hmm. I would say those tigers blow away anything that happened in The Phantom Menace. So so I'm going to go with one. I think there was one and they, they did, you know, some sneaky sneaky with it.
0: Well, the answer was five. Wow. Five tigers were brought in for the scene. Uh, a veti- what a waste of budget. <laughs> a veterinarian armed with tranquilizer darts was present the entire time for safety's sake jeez yeah that seems a bit overkill
1: yeah i i would have just used
0: one yeah seems two at most within yeah yeah okay well within doability (laughs) yeah uh the next two are quick just well true or false really so the first mel gibson wanted the lead role of maximus but was turned down because he was 40 pounds overweight which he refused to lose true or false
1: uh, I'm going to go with true. I, I, sure. I think, uh, I think refusing to lose 40 pounds. That's a very Mel Gibson kind of <laughs> Mel Gibson doesn't do shit for
0: nobody. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it's actually false. Uh, oh my God. I suck at this. Today. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. In that. So Mel, he, he, he was, he was 40 pounds too light. wasn't he? <laughs> so actually Mel Gibson was offered the role. But he himself turned it down because at 43, he felt he was too old to play Maximus. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Um, Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Yeah. something interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, Actually, Russell Crowe was uh, 20, sorry, 40 pounds overweight because he was coming off filming for, uh, I believe the movie's called The Insider. So he had to lose all the weight in a few months for Gladiator. And he claimed he did nothing different other than working on his Australian farm. And he shed the weight, apparently. Wow. Yeah. Final question. Take that, Jenny Craig. <laughs> Who needs Atkins, right? Just become a millionaire and own a farm in Australia. Exactly. Final question. Uh, true or false. Jennifer Lopez auditioned for the role of Lucilla. Uh,
1: I want to go with false. But then the last one was false. Right. So I don't know if you'd give me two falses in a row. <laughs> so I'm going to go with true. True. Because yeah. it's a total stab in the dark. I've yep. got no logic other than That's cool. trying to analyze the, your test giving techniques.
0: That's fair. Techniques. It's true. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Two out of five. That's pretty. You know what? Honestly, even if he had just done the one out of five, the one was such a home run. Like I thought that one was for sure going to stump you. So that alone is kudos to you. I feel like that was clearly the toughest one. Yes. Yes, I I would agree. Uh, yeah.
1: So my question for you, yeah, is do you know because I, like Maximus is a fictional character, correct? Do you know how Commodus actually died?
0: Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you- he was killed by someone named Narc. It was like Narcaeus or Narcissus he, yeah, or something. He, he was ass- he was assassinated. Yeah, he was assassinated. Yeah. Yeah. Narco. Too bad. Well, I mean, you play with fire, you're going to get burned. Total dick. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so let's get into this film. Let's do it. I I went into this film with low expectations. Okay. Just- High hopes. Okay. Low expectations. Yep. Um, I, high hopes kind of sad. It was like, that was a, <laughs> for a second, I felt like I was channeling Kermit the Frog there. <laughs> Put in with high hopes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but low expectations. Sure. Uh I just don't like I just don't like films from this period. Right. Right. I haven't I I have not watched Troy. I've never seen Troy. Yeah. That's true. I just don't care. <laughs> and I mean maybe it's amazing. Yeah. But I just right. I don't like Uh mm-hmm. I just, you know, there's like <laughs> there's a solid thousand and a half years I just don't I don't care about
0: so I feel like with this movie and a lot of uh, Ridley Scott's films set in this these you know past historic periods I feel they're kind of a niche to a certain degree because you either are into a two and a half hour movie about epic battles and kind of the way crap went down in that time or you're not and you know I, I, I feel like those his type of movies aren't for everyone Okay, I agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it Yeah, going into it, it, I mean, it was nothing against Ridley, Sc- Ridley Scott, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Sure. Um, no, it was just, it was just s- simply, um, yeah, see, now all I can think of is Diddley Squat <laughs> instead of Ridley Scott. <laughs> it's too much fun. Oh, dear. Yeah, no, I, I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it,
0: I haven't had a lot of luck with these kinds of films. Right. I think. So what? So. What did? How did you end up feeling after you watched it? Like, what are your thoughts then? Um,
1: okay. So the movie started,
0: and they're and they're in that battle. Yeah.
1: And I didn't care. <laughs> I was like, "Eh." Well, I went in. So the battle starts, and I'm like, yeah. um, I was like, oh no, this is gonna be complicated. Like I'm not uh, I'm not gonna know who's like, doing there's what. Th- there's gonna be too much politics
0: in this movie right. that I'm not going to understand. Well, especially it starts off pretty heavy. Like they're in the tent and like Joaquin Phoenix just doesn't beat around the bush. He's like, Hey, democracy versus dictatorship. Like let's get ri- let's get right into it. Yeah. And I you're mean, worried but it's gonna before, be a little but-
1: No, I mean, before that though, like before that, like just, just out of the gate, I was like, okay, Uh, okay. there's, there's two opposing sides Mm -hmm. and God, like, what does this side want and what does that side want and why are we not getting along and who's emperor of what, (laughs) like you have to understand Mm -hmm. a hierarchy, like, you know, people are showing up, um, Marcus shows up and you're like, okay, well, who is this guy? Mm -hmm. And then you see Commodus and you're like, well, okay, who is this guy? Mm -hmm. Uh, and and I was just like uh, you know, I was like, I this I don't have the, the brain power for this mm-hmm. now or maybe ever. <laughs> um and then and then the battle ended. Right. Um and luckily like the the entire purpose of that battle is Maximus is a badass. Oh, that's that's
0: it. That's, it. that's the whole thing. Doesn't torn. matter. Yep. Doesn't
1: matter really doesn't matter who the enemy is, doesn't sure. matter, none of that matters. Yep. Um so then I was like, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, uh, that's maybe that setup I didn't need, mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm glad to know that I I don't need to care about that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then we got into the political stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Harris shows up, which was a total delight. <laughs> um, and it's amazing to me how like there was there were there were several moments. Where someone would say something to him or answer a question of his, and he would go, ah, oh. he would just he would just give this faint like acknowledgement. He'd be like, ah, oh. and in those moments, it it's, it was like, oh my god, it's Dumbledore. Like like oh, I yeah. was just like, it's 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 it was so similar in so many ways. Well, especially
0: um, like in the scene where, uh, Con- like Joaquin Phoenix and he are in the tent, and <laughs> like he's basically confronts Joaquin and like, basically he's like, you're not getting the throne. Basically like 10 points to Gryffindor, you lose like just,
1: yeah. And well, and I mean, I think,
0: I think what's interesting about it is I was watching
1: and, and what I realized is there's not a moment, even when he's speaking loudly, there's not Mm. a moment where Richard Harris isn't whispering. Hmm. He's so soft spoken. Mm. Interesting. And so gentle. Yep. Uh, (laughs) That you're just like, please be my grandfather. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, let's Mm -hmm. just teach teach let's let's go let's go on a camping trip and you teach me Right. Teach me the ways of the world and, you know, whatever. Right. Um anyways (laughs) so all that stuff started. Sure. And I I was really interested. Yeah. I was like, ooh, this is very fascinating. Okay. Mm. So um, Commodus is the son of Marcus Yep. and Commodus is a whiny little bitch. Oh, from, and, from
0: scene number one.
1: Yeah. And, and Maximus has no interest in this life. He's got a family he wants to go home to. Oh, zero um, interest. Negative four. And because of that, because he's such a noble, you know, he's kind of like the opposite of, of James Marsden. <laughs> there's, there's like, Marcus is like, you're the, you have to run the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And and um Maximus is like I have no interest in that. Mm-hmm. And Marcus is like
0: <laughs> I know that's why I picked you. Um <laughs> he's like that's what makes you the perfect candidate.
1: Yeah, that's what that that's what mean. that's why it has to be you. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. And yeah, and then it's presented to Commodus that Commodus doesn't have a, a shot in hell, like it's just, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, "Oh man, like" mm-hmm. I'm I'm all over this. This is going right. to be a lot of fun. Right. Um and then he kills his father. Yeah. And that was kind of a I was like, "Ooh. I've never hated Joaquin Phoenix <sighs> in a movie before. Like I've never hated his character before." Sure. I've never yeah. Yep. Been, I've never been rooting against Joaquin Phoenix before. Mm. Even when he's playing one of the most famous, nasty, sadistic, maniacal villains of all time, <laughs> you're still you watch Joker and you're kind of yeah. rooting for the guy. And ways, you feel bad for him. Yeah. Um But yeah, no, I was like, oh, you you slimy piece of monkey dung, you <laughs> and so uh and and, and then Also, but, but
0: like one percent of the blame goes on Uh, the father one percent I mean something of this magnitude a you get it in like like you don't cut someone out of the will when you're like feeble and sickly and alone like you get your advisors in the room and you're like 100 best legion legionnaires in the room and you'd be like hey by the way Joaquin I got something to tell you so you can't just like shove a pillow on my face I
1: don't know I
0: I I think I disagree like yeah
1: I don't know. know I think, I think in the moment, like, I think if you're going to cut your son out of the wheel because your son's an ass, <laughs> I think your assumption is this is going to burn bridges. <laughs> um, but like, I, you know, I I don't, I don't get the impression that Marcus thought that Commodus was a murderous twat. Well, I'll, like, I think it was not. just, yeah. right. I think it was just you you're not fit to rule and so you don't get to you know mm-hmm. you don't get to you don't get to rule right um it was kind of like a whosoever possessed the power of thor type of thing mm-hmm. and so um yeah and so and 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 so then there's the the scene between um like when when maximus shows up to to see that Marcus has passed mm-hmm. um and there's a lot there's several moments in this movie but this is the first time that it is all that a lot is said without any words being spoken hmm. a lot is said to each other just in eye contact and body language sure um and I was like oh this is like I'm all over this this is this is amazing mm-hmm. um and then I stopped liking it for a while ooh yeah, like, interesting. Basically, the whole time, all all of the scenes with Maximus mm-hmm. between him being banished and him returning to Rome, I did, like. I mm-hmm. get why they were there. Right. It was important right. exposition, but it was also like an hour and fifteen minutes of exposition. Yeah, and. And it I just is, didn't care. Like yeah. what I cared about was the feud. What I cared mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. were the interactions between Commodus and Maximus. Right. Yep. Um and so there there was a lot in there where I was like, oh, you know, my my hopes um my hopes were high and then my expectations were high because of you know, because of the first fifteen minutes. Right. Uh and then it kinda yeah, and then it kinda of knows did a big nosedive for like the first third of the film where I was like, I just don't, you know, I was, I was interested anytime it would cut back to Commodus. Right.
0: Cause that's but back to the mo- main lo- story.
1: Y- well, yeah. And it was just like, you know, seeing what he's doing to, mm-hmm. to the empire and, you know, I am an ass and and, and <laughs> this isn't the way it works and yeah. someone
0: rubbed my feet and you know like uh, <laughs> and, so, and someone objected me in public so now I'm just angry about it
1: Yeah and so um Yeah so I like that stuff was was ultimately more interesting to me mm-hmm. um
0: than a it, lot
1: of the you know a lot of Maximus initially becoming a gladiator
0: Sure yeah, you know that's that's a fair point because it is a lengthy movie and I don't think either of us have problems with lengthy movies, but at time this movie does feel a bit long and you once you hit once he returns to Rome then he's kind of back in line with where you're wanting the story to go and some of that stuff is just kind of prolonged and maybe unnecessary. I agree. Yeah. Um I guess so you kind of answered this In a way that you said probably Aurelius didn't realize his son would go on a murderous rampage and like kill him when he broke the news. But I am wondering what what the plan would have been if Maximus had said, Yes, I will I will take the power. I will I will be your loyal servant and I will take the power you've given me. Just just from a point of view how so well So this happens in another Ridley Scott movie Um, where a similar situation is like someone in power wants someone who's not in line to power to take over in power. But part of the accepting of power was they would have to kill the person who was in power or else that person would never be satisfied. They would always be jealous. And in these types of movies and these types of times in history, that person who was snubbed out of power would always be plotting, conspiring murder to get that power back again. And I'm just wondering what I his end plan was for his son, just because although he didn't anticipate him to go on a murdering spree, I don't think Commodus would have just sat quietly, being like, "Well, maybe
1: next time." No, yeah, I mean, like, there's no circumstance in which he just gets over it for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, but I, you know, how I imagine that playing out is mm. if Maximus was like, "Hell yeah, I'll be <laughs> big daddy." <laughs> then, then you know, right. him and Marcus waltz out to, mm. you know, whatever commander or whatever, right in that moment, right, um, and say, you know, effective immediately, young and strapping here is now in charge, <laughs> and, uh, right. and and so like, so I don't think there would have been, um. You know like even if even if Marcus had died that night of natural causes mm-hmm. uh, or even at the hand of Commodus I th- I'm, I'm fairly certain had had Maximus agreed right away measures actions would have taken place that would have ensured that Commodus would not have been able to mm-hmm. claim the throne for himself um at at which point you have a young strong <laughs> emperor yeah and commodus has two options i mean mm. he can either submit to the emperor or mm. be you know mm. either imprisoned or beheaded or yeah. you know whatever and and i don't think that um you know like Mar- marcus is, is tough on commodus like marcus kind of flat out acknowledges You know, I screwed you up uh, and, you know, whether or not it's fair to you, let's call a spade a spade. I don't really love you all that much. Like, I don't don't like you.
0: I mean, I I, I care for you because you're my
1: son. But. But I'm not going to, like, if you're in the wrong, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to defend you.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm not. Uh, I I agree with and, what you're saying. Like, I think the entire journey of Maximus obviously would have been different, and his family wouldn't have been killed, and if he had just accepted the position of power. But I think Commodus, like he, I I don't think it would be that day. I don't think it'd be that year. But I think he would have brewed and schemed and poisoned Maximus in his sleep or something, some such.
1: I mean, I th- I think he would have tried, but I think. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you know, like I wonder at that point. Once you're no longer heir to the emperor, ooh, that's true. Maybe I, I mean, would com- would Commodus even like how much access would Commodus even have had? That's true, because he's.
0: I don't know how that you know, lineage stuff works, but if he's being like now, totally now removed, you're nobody. Yeah, exactly. That's true.
1: Right, like what makes you so great now is that you're the son of the emperor. That's it, right? Which yeah. also subsequently makes you the father of Ray. But that's. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Um, Wait, who's Ray?
0: Uh, Star Wars. Dude. Oh, sorry.
1: Come on, I wasn't. Sh- yeah. Come okay. on. Yeah. Yeah. I find your lack of. Anyways, um, yeah. So I, 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 I don't know if he would have had access to him, mm-hmm. right? And and Maximus would have been a young, strong, smart emperor. Yeah. Um. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, which is I mean, uh, which is definitely how I thought the movie was going to end, with him being emperor. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because I mean, at that point, you know, I was thinking like, well, he doesn't have a family to go back to. Sure. Might as well. Even s- though he kind of did, does, and did, but yeah. like, um, yeah, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe he'll see the need for for him to mm-hmm. to rule. Them all,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know, unfortunately, no. So, yeah, uh, so then ultimately, once they returned to Rome, you kind of got back on board a little bit, and ultimately, overall, did you appreciate the movie? Yeah,
1: I mean, I have questions and I have moments that I really enjoyed, and I have, mm -hmm. like I said, I had some moments I was like, "Eh, mm -hmm." yeah, yeah, um
0: yeah overall mm-hmm. overall I, I i liked it mm-hmm. for sure i uh, when i when this movie came out in 2000 it was definitely the movie not for obvious reasons because of the gore the violence everything that not every kid on the playground saw um definitely i was not allowed to watch this movie and even for a few years after, like I, the only reason I saw this was at a friend's birthday party. We that was like, hey, we're watching Gladiator and I finally saw it. So for, compared to when I saw it as a child to now, uh, I think I obviously appreciated a little bit more of the subtleties and the what was told in this story versus just here's two hours of someone fighting with a sword graphically. But yeah, I, I, you I know, I, as I, mm, go ahead. Go, no, no, you go ahead. <laughs> well, I think just ultimately I had seen this movie and then whenever someone has talked about, oh, I like Gladiator or, oh, let's review Gladiator, I was kind of like, yeah, we could. And I think I just kind of labeled it as just like a two hour movie about gladiators fighting and people fighting and that's kind of it. And I, I don't think I appreciated it as much more just the underlying stories of like like a noble man versus someone so selfish and power hungry and valor and honor versus just evilness and right and even there's just some of the side plots of like hey let's have you escape rome so that you can overcome like overtake rome and become the emperor or or just at least get rid of commodus and i think there was a lot of stuff i had overlooked just because i had seen it walked away and then always been like eh it's just about a lot of fighting
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. So. As far as. I mean. As far as the discussion of you having been able to see it and not be able to see it. Hmm. Um. It's. It's definitely graphic at times. Oh, for sure. Um. Although I find all of the blood kind of a like a maraschino cherry red. <laughs> like. It, do you know what I mean? Like it seemed, right. and I don't know if that was an artistic decision. Sure. Um. It wasn't as unrealistic as, say, the blood in Sweeney Todd. Oh, um, for sure. But it. But it definitely wasn't, it wasn't super accurate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, that's something. The other thing, uh, there was far less, um, and by far less, I mean, really none uh, nudity in this film than I was expecting. Um, Mm, That's true, actually. Because it seems like whether it's Netflix shows, like the Netflix show Spartacus. Okay. um, which obviously is similar themed, although mm-hmm. a lot of Netflix's original sure. uh, content is like, well, <laughs> at what point in this episode are we going to show nude? Right, like right. it's it's right, it's it's become a staple. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, it seems like any, you know, any of the films from this time period mm-hmm. where you have royalty depicted, mm, um, sure. you know, it seems like the first thing the director says is, okay, so for this shot, I'll need six topless women with palm leaves to, <laughs> you know, right. to fan the the antagonist. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's, I It surprised me. I mean, it, I don't think it... I don't think it added or subtracted from the film at all. Right, Um, right. It was just kind of like the film ended and I was like, huh. Right,
0: yeah. Interesting. It's an interesting observation because I know I was doing some reading when I was looking up some trivia and whatnot that one of the goals Ridley Scott kind of came out with when he was making this movie was I want to make a film that is a different depiction of Rome compared to films from the 50s 60s 70s and historically where it was just here we're sitting in a circle eating figs and i have like uh uh, you know uh a woman fanning me with like a branch in her hair and you know just kind of like the cliches and uh, maybe he found well yeah i i guess that doesn't really explain the nudity part but I don't, it is an interesting thing yeah. when there are a lot of other movies that, you're right, that is kind of a key component in this kind of genre.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, and I just found it, I found it interesting. Like, you know, the nudity, um, the nudity is is likely certainly historically accurate. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and 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 I think for the most part, like again, I'm I, I'm not trying to knock films that do it. I'm not trying to say no, no, this no. one should have. No, I'm you know I'm saying because I because I don't think other films use it as a marketing ploy, because it's right. never a part of the marketing, sure. right? Like they don't say, oh, come this summer, <laughs> Gladiator in a theater near you. And
0: yes, there's <laughs> nipples. Like it's not a the only, you know. The, I think you're correct. The one exception, as I think, with Troy that like the marketing you see brad pitt's butt right yeah or like his six pack like i think that was that's one exception but for the other like for the 99.9 other movies i think you're correct
1: well i mean i find uh i find six packs offensive
0: um (laughs) i mean you know there is some merit to that to uh i'm not trying to offend anyone who has a six pack but right so here's my question
1: Mm -hmm. about the film okay have you ever and this is this sorry it's it's pertaining to the film but it's a personal question. Okay. Have I ever killed you, someone in an arena? No, have you ever laid down and very inappropriately very very controllingly very oppressingly rested your head on your sister's chest until she cried? <laughs> No, no,
0: no, like serious question. (laughs) Have you, have you done that? I should laugh because maybe there's someone out there listening who this is not funny and it is not funny, but, um, I'm going to answer this in two parts. So number one, no, never, never has happened. Two is a side note. This is honestly, if we want to talk about MOs, Joaquin Phoenix is getting a bit of an MO where in film he like murders a parent. And in Gladiator, he takes it one step further in being like he crosses the line of comfortableness oh, yeah. with his sister, just in looks, in touches, in kiss attempts, in, hey, can you yeah. take me to bed? Well, I'm no, scared and, of the and, dark. Okay. So, so I mean, ultimately, ultimately, the answer to your
1: question is no. A resounding no, just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> Good. Me neither. And I just wanted to make sure <laughs> that, you, we that out of, I yeah. wasn't like that. I'm not the weird one. Here. <laughs> not even a little. But but I do agree. I do agree that Walking Phoenix does seem to have. Mm-hmm. You know, in all of his films, he yeah. kills his parents and then, yes, you know, gets a little sexually creepy with someone. That's <laughs> why I won't watch the extended edition of Walk the Line. Like I, it's just <laughs> you know, regular. Regular edition for me. Regular, no, thank yeah, you. for sure. Yeah, no. Um, so that was interesting. I mm, to say my, the least. My favorite moment in this film, Ooh. like the moment that yep. had me, yep. like, I don't know. I would say it. It's, it's. Did did Russell Crowe
0: win an Oscar for this film? He was for sure nominated. Let me okay. just do a quick search. If I don't think he won it though. So the moment. In my opinion, yep,
1: where he earned that Oscar nomination, sure, is the moment where, and I mean, there's a couple of scenes like this, but it's 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 a moment where um, Maximus and and um, um, uh, Commodus okay. are okay. down on the the Colosseum's floor. Oh, sure, yep. And there is uh, Maximus is walking away, and and Commodus in you know starts trying to get under his skin. Oh, for um, sure. And he says, you know, like your your oh. son squealed like a little girl, yeah, right. and um, yep. your wife moaned as she was ravaged over and mm-hmm. over and over by my men. And Russell Crowe mm-hmm. turns around and he doesn't say anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but but there's about three or four seconds of just face acting, hmm. um, which wow, yeah, there's yeah, like it, it. He just he he just communicates so much without saying anything. Mm. Just this like I am going to like. Yeah, I'm going to choke you out in your sleep. Right. Uh, I have but, one but thing all, to all live the while, for. I have one yeah, thing. But and, all the yeah. while showing, like understanding that this is the moment to show restraint. Right. Because um, I think he ultimately, right. he ends this by like kneeling and ba- like right. bowing to him. Right. Um, you know, like submissing. Sub- mm-hmm. submitting Being In submissive. that moment. Submitting and being submissive. Mm-hmm. Submitting in that moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, which... Which, again, I think, like, was was the biggest... I'm taking a knee, mm-hmm. and and you understand that this knee is the biggest F.U. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take I was no like, mistake. Make no mistake. That scene, as as horrendous as the things that Commodus was saying, right. that scene had me grinning from ear to ear. Right. Because I was an, like, a oh, craft, my gosh. Just from
0: like, a craft point of view of an actor. just Oh, yeah. just
1: the energy and the, you yep.
0: know. So, yeah. actually um a lot of oscar nominations for this film it actually won best picture and russell crowe did win best actor oh, he okay did. because of that because of that scene i uh, it obviously helped yeah
1: yeah i, I it was amazing yeah right? like i yeah,
0: yeah. um something yeah. something i've had a conversation with someone about before And I've read some stuff online about this too, but something I, I definitely appreciated more viewing it now as an adult and just as a kid, just kind of just looked at it as a physical action. But I like, I love the recurring motif of him grabbing soil and dirt in his hands and smelling it. Mm. And it originates with his speech with Aurelius of how he loves his farm and his family and what he's fighting for. And then it just keeps recurring in the movie and it's a way to kind of for him to ground himself and remember what he's fighting for and also just kind of ties back to his comment about cleaning off dirt is easier than cleaning off blood. And just again, just a reminder, just what to himself that he is truly someone else that he doesn't enjoy the killing, whether it was in battle for his country, for just staying alive as a gladiator like that's not what he that's not who he is he's just surviving and it's i it's very it's something that i definitely overlooked when i watched it as a kid and then just kind of didn't even realize that this movie touched on certain things like this where it's has some stuff under the surface that uh right you can definitely pick up on
1: yeah i found the um The like, so okay, so when when the movie ends, he dies, right? He succumbs to the injury of being stabbed prior to that (sighs) fight starting, yeah. Um, like what a tool, what a oh, yeah, Commodus, not Maximus, no. Um, but uh, and then and so it it ends, and he and as he was dying, I was like, no, come on, like (laughs) this isn't the ending I want, this Mm -hmm. isn't, Mm -hmm. I wasn't happy with it, sure. Um, until Commodus's sister, and I'm blanking on her name. L- um, Lucy,
0: Lucy, Lucy, it starts with an L and I just can't pronounce it properly. It's like, it's like, yeah, Lucillus or Lucilia. Sure. Whatever. Okay. L, big L. Uh,
1: Yeah. Don't care. And, <laughs> um. Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, and so she kneels by him. Sure. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't like, don't die. Come on. Yeah. And, um. And then she says the line, and again, like I think this was so masterfully written, cool. because with the with the snap of the fingers, mm. I went from hating that he was dying mm. to being one hundred percent okay and oh, happy with the scene. Interesting. When she she looks at him and she says, "Go to them." Right. Yep. And I was like, "Oh, yep. Yeah, okay." Yep. True. This this isn't about him succumbing to his injuries this isn't about him dying Mm -hmm. this is about he's done what he needs to do and now he's gonna go be with his family yeah his story is over yeah Yeah. and so i was like okay yeah yep nope 100 percent. the one thing i did find so he like after he dies he ends up in wispy fake background heaven (laughs) um (laughs) which looks an awful lot like his farm yeah um but I found, like, throughout the film leading up to this moment, there are glimpses of him kind of walking through the field, mm. gently caressing the top of
0: wheat stalks. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like Joaquin Phoenix caresses the, never mind.
1: Yeah. And and I just found that, like, I if, if it was foreshadowing, mm. I just found it kind of out of place, okay. those those yeah. glimpses leading up to it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, what is happening? Right what's going on here? Yeah. Um, Cool. And there was another shot in the movie that was like, I think, you know, it was clearly in the early days of CGI and they're like, ah, look what we can do. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's a, (laughs) there's (laughs) a time lapse. Yeah. There's a time lapse that's like a night until morning thing. And it's a shot of a rock and it lasts like Mm. a second and a half. And it just feels like tossed in there. It feels like, you Mm. know, Dwayne stayed late at the office on Friday and put together like did this composite shot and w- when everyone came in on Monday yeah. he showed it to the his supervisor and sure. they're like oh boy this this needs to make the final film look at this right it's, yeah and I don't know okay hey
0: maybe that's how it went down maybe I, I'm I'm sold. I think that's what happened. <laughs> so I, I agree. It has kind of come to a head with that emotional ending and just Maximus returning home. For me, what you loved the performance of Russell Crowe in that moment and you liked the ending coming to, to, to that head. What I think, and what when I found out at One Best Picture, I love just from an audio visual perspective is the build up to the final fight. Not that, and again, watching this now, I was not really into the fighting scenes as an adult. Like I was just kind of like, they're there but it's more the underlying story i'm interested in but even just that the fact that they were building up to this and you see like the panned out shot of the coliseum the cgi coliseum with commodus and maximus and just the the, the soundtrack also just kind of helped build it up and made it quite powerful i, I really liked that kind of snip snapshot
1: yeah for sure i will say visually this movie is stunning mm-hmm. especially for when it came out and and this is going to hurt you i think oh okay M- but um, kind of harking back to our, our Titanic debate. Sure, yeah. Um, I am... I think I can say mm-hmm. that I'm more impressed with the scale of this movie than I am Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Just with the Coliseum and with all of Rome and, and all of the spectators in the stands of the Colosseum mm-hmm. and and it all just looks so good like there was never i there, there were no moments where i thought to myself uh eh, that that's
0: really fake looking right yeah i mean i think it just comes down to personal preference like to me i love lord of the rings too much so that's it almost seems like sacrilegious just to say what you just said but it is it is bet there are scenes and pan shots that are very well done um i think kind of like titanic it suffers the unlike Lord of the Rings like it's a real historical place so there were some on some of these pan shots some structures were not actually should have been should not have been there so there were some historical inaccuracies sure. but from a filmmaking perspective it was very very well done
1: which it which and i mean yeah to an extent like we we have more knowledge about the titanic than we have right. we don't we don't have you know, um, schematical readouts. (laughs) Yeah. What all the buildings in Rome look like.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, that's, I I think that's about all
0: I've got. Okay. I want to, I'm can I, I want to mention a couple things and they're quick things. They're, they're my usual like pull coldly things that I just want to mention that bothered me, but didn't bother me enough that I think the movie is terrible or anything by that mean, by, by that means logistically, I don't have no idea how he escaped the execution in the woods, I, like, replayed it and paused it at times, and I just really didn't understand how he got out of that. Just from a choreographed, like, how did you get the person who was just about to stab you and whatnot. Um, also, in the Coliseum, when he literally had a tiger on his back, to me, that, like, just that is an automatic death sentence. Like, you do not, you do not just roll away from that. Like, you are dead meat, is my opinion finally i felt like the kiss that he gave lucillus was a little bit kind of like the skywalker kiss where they were in that jail cell and i could obviously they have a like some emotional past and history with each other but i just felt the kiss was a bit forced it would like even an embrace i would have been more emotionally appreciative of but
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and i mean i think um I think that's like I think there's four words that answer and <laughs> and basically devaluate sure. all of all three concerns sure. and that's just he is the
0: gladiator. <laughs> Can I tell that's you it, man. I want to tell you something interesting just from a filmmaking perspective of this that I had no idea of. Um so the, actually in an error, someone actually in one of the chariot scenes, there was literally like a, a technician sitting on the chariot that was spotted. I noticed that. but the the actor who played Proximo, the owner of Maximus, he actually died during uh, filming. So they got to a certain point in the filming where whatever they had of him they had of him, and that was it. Like and the guy that owns Maximus? Yeah, he, he passed away. Wow. So, and I I wouldn't have known this unless I read it and then I paused the screen what had happened. But, you know, before one of the gladiator fights, he yells to the men, shadows and dust, and they're all running out and they go and fight. And he also says that line before he's killed by the Romans. So if same, you if, same recording, it's the same recording. So it's the pan shot of him, and like if you actually pause the screen and look, the people that he's that are behind him are not the actual Romans that are about to kill him, and it's very subtle, very right. quick. But if uh, unfortunately, I mean, they made it work. They did make it work. It, it wasn't like a sore thumb or anything. Like it, it, they made it work fine. But just interesting when life kind of influences film and what you have to do to make things work. Yeah. What did, what did you give this out of 10? I'm curious.
1: Uh, I gave it a 8.1. Cool. So high. That is, yeah, that's um, very respectable. And 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 honestly, I, I, I think it's just that first third of the film that really hurt it.
0: Right, where you kind of thought me. it was a bit slow. Not slow, but just you're not interested. Just,
1: I, yeah, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I was more interested in the story than the action. And the right. first third is feels less about story and more about fight. Yeah.
0: No, I I'm in the same boat. I'm I'm not really interested in the action in this movie. I, I gave it a bit lower, I gave it a seven point eight. I would pay just barely pay to see this in theaters. Um overall a good movie, but it's a seven point eight. I think I would definitely go see it in a theater. Yeah, especially some of these pan shots and the scene I was talking about where the soundtrack and the visuals kind of all culminate together. There would be yeah. some scenes that I think would be good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that about does it for this week. Unless there's anything else like what we watched.
1: I feel, yeah, see, I feel like I've got... I'm just thinking about it. I was like, I've got so much, you know... <laughs> Do you I feel do you like you're th- not allowed to say it? Well,
0: that's why I was—I was, I was just kind of hinting at no, it. No, I know. So, but
1: I just feel like you know the balls like, in your court.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. like I could just—I could just not say. Actually, anything the tiger anything, you know. is in your coliseum, as they say. Yes, true. I will roll away from him. <laughs> I, uh, all right, what did you watch this week? All right, I've watched some films. Um, what did I watch? I watched your recommendation of about Schmidt. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious yeah. about your what do you think? I, I just yeah. want your guess. Like, do you think I liked it, or like do you think I thought it was the worst thing on earth?
1: Um I mean, I don't think it's very good. Mm-hmm. I mean I th- <laughs> I don't think it's great. Sure. And so my guess is that you probably liked it. <laughs> Not not because you have bad taste. No, 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 no. Just because yeah. it always surprises me. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll yeah. be like, oh, <laughs> check out this film. And you're like, what film? All I see is a turd. And then like, <laughs> you know, and then subsequently you'd be like, right, you know, right. Look at this gem lost in translation, and I'll be like, That's "Oh God, help me now!" So uh, I think you, I think you probably li- I think you've probably got some deep essayed answer as to how this was, you know, uh, an interesting commentary on
0: life in the early two
1: thousands and whatever the
0: hell state they live in. So yeah, about Schmidt, obviously two thousand two film. I guess it's a comedy or drama. Um, I found it so so captivating. I,
1: Are you serious? I'm not
0: even joking. I found oh my what what a role to see Jack Nicholson in for number one. Yeah. Two, yeah. just such a unique spin on how they used letter narration to kind of move the story along. Very interesting. Very interesting. Mm, when he's when he's writing to his foster child. Yes. Yes. Just so, so captivating. But ultimately, just it's a prime example of a star- character study. It's very real as a result. So there's comedic moments, and sometimes you know the theme, film leans into it a bit and just kind of flush, fluffs them out a bit. So it's just yeah. quite comedic and fun. But there are heartwarming mo- moments. There's heartbreaking yes. moments for for uh, for various reasons at different levels.
1: It keeps throwing punches. It like does when when you you know when he's he d- he doesn't like his wife. No all that much and then she dies and he comes around and you feel really awful for him and then you realize she's had an affair with his best friend
0: and then then you're just like (laughs) holy
1: crap what
0: what am I supposed to feel towards Mm -hmm. anybody yeah and just like just heartbreaking just because it's someone who's retiring and dealing with a change in life in that respect and the person who replaced him doesn't value his opinion like throughout all his advice and his own daughter, there's a strained relationship. Like, there was a lot to chew on in this film, and I just found it very sincere and very relatable, a very relatable ex- human experience. So I honestly gave it an eight point eight out of ten. I would pay. That's amazing. I would pay money to see this in theaters. I, I. So, he, so yeah. here's a, I.
1: I so I only have one question. Sure. Yeah. What was like? Walk me through the moment. Okay. For you mentally, okay. yeah, and experience-wise, sure. During the hot tub scene,
0: <laughs> I, I lived that scene with him. Like I was as uncomfortable as he was. Not you're just like, well, yep, that's that's naked Kathy Bates. <laughs> well, he was like, also like Kathy Bates. This guy's like a widower of like um two weeks, like. For heaven's sake, oh sakes. she's she plays a crazy sex
1: fiend <laughs> in this. But I think she's one of the funniest like yeah, it, was... it, it this the scene where mm. she leaves the living room to go in the kitchen and yell at her ex husband <laughs> yeah, to me is so funny. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, she plays she
0: plays a great she a great character. She's very this. talented as an actor, honestly. Um yeah. yeah, no, very good recommendation. I don't know if it's how you intended it to be viewed, but it was very cool. I was oh no, cool. for sure. Like I, like I said, I'd never <laughs> give you a movie. Oh no,
1: for the purpose of you dislike. No, it.
0: no, no, not at all. No. Um, to be honest, I think the rest of the films I watched are either we've done a lot of bonus episodes recently, so we'll tell you what I watched when we review that episode. The only other thing is my recommendation to you. Okay. Um. So it's it's just a film I want you to watch. I, the I will just say. I don't think it's your type of film per se like I it's probably like in the gladiator category of you probably don't have this movie's title tattooed to your back but okay. it like it's it's a good film might not be your favorite film but I want I found it interesting for just two simple reasons one just I it's there's certain movies where you see actors whether it's through a combination of their, their skill and their talent. And then also just different prosthetics play very diverse roles that you would never consider them playing. So this movie has that, and it also has a bit of historical stuff of, Hey, like bet you didn't know this, or at least, you know, this is kind of connecting some dots to some history that maybe we weren't as familiar with. So I want you to watch, I think it's a 2018 2019. It's called vice. Um, okay. it has Christian Bale, Steve. So it's, is it, it's
1: drug related? Like it's a drug film?
0: No, it's about no? Dick, okay. Dick Cheney. It's a political film.
1: Oh, is this, is this the one that has, uh,
0: Christian Bale? Yes. Yeah. Playing Dick Cheney. I'm very interested it's, in this movie. It's, so even if you don't care about anything else, it's so fascinating seeing some of these well-known actors playing again, like, like I just said, f- characters that you ha- think they have no business playing right well yeah i mean he completely transformed mm-hmm. himself again yeah right yeah and even no, i'm oh, that's awesome even amy adams like there's a lot of characters in this you're like that i know who that is but that is not how they look so it's cool. yeah check it out what, cool. what did you watch this week i watched swiss army man okay <laughs> i am so curious to what you think about this
1: um I also watched uh no, no. I don't know man. So okay, sure. so Swiss Army man I went into I didn't watch the trailer, I didn't yep. look up the synopsis. Yep. I went in having no idea what the film was about. Cool. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. And the movie started mm-hmm. <laughs> and no. um and he's like He's gonna hang himself on the beach. Very, very serious. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh wow, like, mm-hmm. this is this is interesting. Yep. Like, this is you know, where is this going? Within five minutes of that, mm-hmm. what the like? Yeah. He like, he just starts farting and then he's <laughs> riding him like a jet ski and then yeah, like it's it, like I'm I was so baffled. Yeah. It's at what was going on. Yeah. It's very weird. <laughs> and then the movie, like yeah, so through all, all throughout the movie, I went back and forth. Mm-hmm. I at no point did I ever feel like I had a firm grasp on what was happening. Sure, I was just kind of along for the ride. Yep, I had no, I had no real, you know, position of knowledge in this film. I was, I was very confused the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then the movie ends, mm-hmm. and. I, I almost liked the ending. Interesting. Um, and but then but then I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I I liked the ending when it seemed like mm. none of it had happened.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, that it, it it had all happened within 500 meters of this person's house. That mm-hmm. it had all happened in the backyard. Right. And he's just yeah he's delusional he's he like is. schizophrenic yeah. or he's you know whatever yeah um and that that Manny was actually dead and Hank was going to jail right uh and I liked that ending mm-hmm. I was like, oh wow, like what a that's crazy yeah, and then it turns out that Manny is actually this supernatural whatever, yeah, and this is just like a reset, and now he's headed off to go fart on someone else <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. well, you had a you you almost had redemption there,
0: <laughs> and you threw it away. some fun. i, I so I, I I loved it because there was the relationship between the two, and it all, it was almost like a childlike relationship where um, uh, you know, Harry Potter would say think Daniel Radcliffe would say things that were intended to be nice but were just like so inappropriate. So there were some interesting things that were done with the the dialogue and like life of Pi. I thought it was going to end in a way that it was just like, you have to decide, was it magical or was he delusional? But the funny, I think what maybe, maybe pushed this movie into like, just emotionally, it was a little bit more fun for me. My wife walked into the room with me watching the final scene, knowing not even, she didn't know what I was watching. She didn't know what it was about. And I had the subtitles on the screen and she just kind of glanced in, like, it just says farting and everyone's kind of looking at each other. And just like that whole final scene, and then the credits start rolling, and she's like, "What the heck was that?" <laughs> and I'm like, you know, it's really hard to explain. You can't. That's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was kind of fun. I honestly, I gave it a four. This is a bad movie. It's like I, you know, yeah. and and that's fair. Like it's it's not the type of movie that I think everyone needs to watch, and definitely not everyone will will enjoy. I, when I graded it, when I finished watching it, and I might have been on an emotional high from my wife just having that reaction, but I honestly gave this movie a ten out of ten. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. I don't know what that says about you. <laughs> I don't know what it says
1: either. But look, here's the thing: sure. I gave the, I give the movie a four. Sure. I would give Daniel Radcliffe's performance mm. like a nine. Oh yeah. I think oh, he's yeah. brilliant. Oh yeah. In this, for sure. Yep, but I think overall the film's crap. <laughs> that's fine. Like that's that's fair. We all have our opinions. Um, so then I'm I'm in a similar boat as you. I've watched okay. a whole <laughs> slew of movies lately, <laughs> right? Um, right. But um, but all for content on the on the, on show. the show. So cool. I'm going to sit tight on that. The only cool. other
0: thing I watched is your recommendation, <sighs> <sighs> which to let the audience in, like you send me some tantalizing screenshots usually every week, and I never really crack the code. So I'm so curious where this is going. But you think you've cracked the code this week? Well, maybe. We'll see. What, what is your tell the audience? I what is I think guess? my guess was it the the yes. recent remake. So, right. Yeah.
1: And 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 it is. Oh, is it? Yeah. So watch it. Okay. All right. And and watch it. Here's the thing. Sure. I don't find it scary. Sure. Um, there's one moment. Sure. There's one moment in this movie when I saw it in the theater that made me jump. Oh, really? Okay um because it's it's a incredibly well crafted scare.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Um so there's there's that. Cool. What I love about this movie is is the characters. Oh, okay. And the character character development and the story
0: and the growth that they all see. Wow. And oh, it's, it's I'm I'm yeah. about 80 more percent interested than I ever was for it. Just yeah. By what you're telling me. That sounds interesting. I will say um,
1: there the first real scary moment or a- attempted scary moment of the film. Yep. Um, and I, I I watched the whole thing in the theater. Okay. Right. Okay. But the first moment, mm. and I'll go I'll go more into detail. Yeah. About yeah. this when uh, next week after you've after you've seen this for sure but the first moment that attempts to be a a scary moment Mm. didn't scare me oh but it but it bothered me ooh and and it bothered me to the point where with it you know five minutes into the film I said to my I made the mental decision Mm -hmm. if there's more of that I have to leave what if there's more of that i can't watch this wow oh now i'm mm, okay so you'll know it you'll know it when it when you see it okay all right um and and i think it will impact you (laughs) you know like parent to parent it bothered me because i'm a parent right okay uh and 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 so i think it will i think it will do the same maybe to you because you're a parent sure sure um but yeah yeah, I, I was like, oh. if, if there's more of this, if uh, there's more of this, then I'm out. Oh,
0: boy. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just usual housekeeping wrap it up. Please like, follow, subscribe if you haven't already officially done so. Leave us a good comment on, you know, Apple Podcasts or Facebook or wherever you can leave a comment. We really appreciate it. And check out the links below for all our social media sites and our Patreon account site where you can help support the show, help us keep the lights on, and help us to grow and improve the show on a daily basis.
1: And if you are leaving comments, uh, <laughs> we try for the most part, like uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, if you comment on one of those places, we will for sure respond to you. Yes. 100% we will engage with you. Yep. Um, if you're... If you're commenting on, on some third-party podcast app, we might not necessarily, like, we don't see all mm. of that.
0: Which, so this, I hope she still listens. This is a shout out to Wanda from Stitcher, who gave us uh, a review, and we really appreciate it. But just because we weren't on there frequently, it's taken us a few months to actually see that, just because it's not our, one of our main sites. So, A, yes. thank you, and uh, B, we hope you still like the show. Yeah. Wanda. Yeah. Wanda. Wanda. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Other than that, stay I, safe. I have a shout out. Do you have a shout out? Uh, you go first. Don't just jump over the shout out. What know, are you doing? I
0: don't know what I'm stay doing. Safe. <laughs> stay
1: safe. Stay
0: safe. <laughs> stay safe. Stay safe. That's completely oh reasonable.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So my shout out is for Stefan Duchesne, Ooh. who was on the show yep. a little while back. Mm-hmm. Um. Cool guy. In our our nudity episode, yep. he's the Owner of a uh, of a nudist campground, mm-hmm. um, so that was an interesting episode. If you haven't heard that episode or the one that followed, where he recommended the garden of Eden to mm-hmm. us, yes. a uh, a nudist film yep. that we uh, watched and reviewed, yep. uh, then go check those episodes out. But um, Stefan is uh, he's in the process. He's helping um, us procure some Mm -hmm. some new equipment for the show yeah um that will make us sound better Mm -hmm. hopefully yeah it won't improve the content (laughs) you're Uh, stuck with the content but but the shitty content will sound much better (laughs) in your ears yeah and that's uh that's what it's about right cool uh yeah
0: so do you have a shout out yeah i'll give a shout out to so are we giving a shout out to your mom for because this is basically her jam like her movie Nah, screw her.
1: No, yeah, yeah, we can.
0: Yeah, it's a good idea. Okay. Uh this shout out goes to AJ. Uh you know who you are. And I f- gave you this shout out because I think you would enjoy the movie Vice. And probably Gladiator as well. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, with that being said, mm-hmm. hi mom. And <laughs> uh we'll, yeah, we'll uh we'll see you later.
0: Mhm. <laughs>